you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, happy Thanksgiving week. You know, this is one of those weeks where it's a great time to kind of look back, look forward, plan ahead, be grateful for what's happened. What a wonderful time. You know, last week I challenged everybody to spend this entire week in Thanksgiving, just in gratitude. No criticizing, condemning, complaining. You know, just yesterday I had an incident. We were doing a a conference call and there was one participant in the call and I thought, oh my gosh, she just doesn't get it. And I thought, no, wait a minute. This is my week to be grateful, to be thankful, to commend and compliment. So I hope I've been pretty true to that. I hope you have as well. Well, wonderful time to be looking forward in anticipating the new year. Hey, one of our partners today in bringing you the podcast is audible.com. You hear me talk about them a lot. They're a faithful supporter of the 48 days online radio show. And we love to recommend their books. They have over 150,000 titles. I know they have at least one additional new one. So maybe they have 151,001 at this point. I'm sure it's more than that, but there's one that I'm eager to recommend to you. I'll tell you about that in a little bit, but as always, you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days and get a free audiobook download. Now I attribute a whole lot of the things I've been able to do to just simply reading or listening to great books. I did never get tired of that. I mean, sometimes people think, well, wow, you know, don't you just want to stop? No, I mean, I don't do that because I feel forced to do it. I do it because it opens me up to so many new opportunities. Unlike anything else I've ever experienced. Well, Here's our theme for today. What's holding you back? I'm going to do a little bit different today. I'm going to go through and just give you some highlights of what people in the 48 days community are doing. There's so much activity and sometimes I feel like I'm glossing over all the stories that I hear. So I'm going to be sharing sharing some more stories today than what I typically do about what people are doing, things that are significant and, and can't wait to share those things with you. So what's holding you back is our theme. Now, some of the things we're going to be talking about is how can this donkey get to that bale of hay? I'm talking a literal donkey, and I'll give you an example here in a little bit. Uh, We've got some opportunities for career coaches. If you're a career coach, stick around. Got an opportunity that you may be able to plug into. I'm going to tell you how you can get a free Christmas song. You've heard me play. Well, I'll I'll play that in a little bit. I'll remind you one that we had done here, and uh, Todd and Emily are offering to do a free song. I'll tell you how you can get that done before Christmas. We're going to talk about how to develop new habits and rituals. And we've got a new resource for transitioning military veterans. Now our quotation for today is this comes from John Steinbeck. You've probably heard me talk about it before because I keep coming back to it. I love it in so many ways. Quotation is this. It is the nature of man to rise to greatness. If greatness is expected of him. I've got a couple specific examples about that I want to share, but again, is the nature of man to rise to greatness if greatness is expected of him. Well, by the time you're listening to this, I hope you did have a wonderful Thanksgiving, just an opportunity for being thankful for all the things that we enjoy. And I'm going to be sharing some of the things that are happening in the community. But first, I want to tell you about a donkey. 
Yes, a donkey. Now, I, I heard about a donkey that was tied to a six-foot rope. Unfortunately, there was a tasty bale of hay about eight feet away. Now, how could this poor donkey ever get to eat that hay? Now, you can think that. Think about that for a little bit. We'll come back to that. Donkey, the six-foot rope around its neck, a bale of hay eight feet away. How can he get to it? But before we look at a solution there, I want to look at some of the exciting things that are happening in the 48 Days community. Steve Curdy. Now, Steve is a Ph.D. from California, a cool guy. He's involved in um, 3D printing, actually traveled this summer, he and his family, in a big motorhome and did workshops for kids, showing them the potential of 3D printing and where it's going. Came back and gave me a little V8 engine, a working V8 engine. It's got a crank on one end, but it actually works. I love that little engine. Show it to everybody who comes through here. But I got a note from him. He says, and in addition to an update on what's happening with his business, he says, as always, Dan, thank you for calling out directions from around the bend on the road less traveled. Golly, that gave me chills when I read that. What a, what a neat description. I mean, I love to be put in that position. Thank you for calling out directions from around the bend on the road and less traveled. Well, that's the road we're on and a whole lot of you are on that road and we're making a difference doing things that are extraordinary things that are releasing our creativity. Now here's an example that is Todd and Emily Marriott are running a contest. Now I'm going to have a whole lot of notes today and we'll just put them in the, the show notes, you can go to the podcast link at 48days.com and just get all these resources. Unless you are sitting down, listening to this with a pen and paper, it's going to be more than you can keep up with. But I want to let you know how you can get access to all these things. So Todd and Emily Marriott are running a contest for a free custom song that they'll assure us they'll have ready in time for Christmas. Now, they did a song for for us here at 48 Days. I'll play you just a little bit of that just to remind you what they did for us. Stuck in the J-O-B Can someone set me free? I've had enough of this This life is meaningless Now, they, they go on, you know, it's a beautifully done song. So you can get a song like this done for you. You can suggest a song as a gift to a special person or maybe as a theme for your business like they did this one just check it out you can go to gifty that's g-i-f-t-y gifty song contest check it out again i'll have a direct link in our notes but todd and emily are ready to create a song for you for your business like this Well, hey, if you want to be fortunate enough to have a song connected to your business, make sure that you check out their contest. I'm not sure what all they're doing, but they just sent me a note and said they're running a free a contest for a free custom song. So somebody's going to be a lucky winner of that. Um, Michael Jones replied to a forum question about developing a phone app. Now, there's somebody who said, gee, I'm, you know, I'd love to develop a phone app. How could I do that? And in about two short paragraphs... Michael provided a pretty complete tutorial. Now you can connect to this in one of the forum questions, 48days.net. 
where he goes through that. And again, this is just one of those examples of the willingness of people to share knowledge and resources in the 48days.net community. I'm always blown away with that. You know, just this week, our Tuesday night brainstorming session, I had on as my guest, Scott Stearman. Now, Scott is an internationally recognized sculptor. So he makes these beautiful, beautiful pieces, life-size pieces that you see on many. um, He's done a lot for college uh, universities where there's an entry point and you see one of his sculptures. He's done world changers. So he's done people like Tony Dungy and uh, Truett Cathy, a lot of people like that. I think Billy Graham is in that list. He's done a lot of faith-based sculptures. And of course, he's the one who did the magnificent eagle that we have here at the sanctuary. But in talking with him, it came up again, the importance of relationships. That's my point here. Because, you know, with all these things, like Michael Jones responding to the forum question about how to develop a phone app, but we just jumped in there and said, hey, this is what I've learned. Here's some shortcuts. Here's some resources where you can find out how to do that quickly. So much of what we share here, and certainly so much of my success, whatever that has been, is due to relationships. People often ask me, you know, do you, what, what's kind of the formula for being successful as I have been in coaching and speaking and writing? There's no formula that I can give you. It's a matter of connecting with people, developing and nurturing relationships. That's how this goes. It's always done like that. And Scott last night, we talked about that as well. He doesn't have a a real active website. Now you can go to scottsteerman.com and see his beautiful work, but he doesn't have a real active website. He doesn't have, you know, a hundred thousand followers. He doesn't do a blog. He doesn't do a podcast. None of that. But he is a master at just developing deep, trusted relationships. Now, speaking of which, I'm going to give you my book recommendation for today. Now, again, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days, you can get a free copy of this book I'm going to recommend. It's a brand new one. I happened to have the privilege of having breakfast with the author just a week or so ago. And that author is my friend, Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Now, you've heard me and you've heard Dave Ramsey and certainly others talk about his just very important book, Thou Shall Prosper. But he's got a new book out, and it's titled Business Secrets from the Bible, Spiritual Success Strategies for Financial Abundance. I love the way he thinks. I love the way he thinks about business and money. One time when we had him here, uh, Dave Ramsey uh, had him here in our little Eagles group, and we had the pleasure of picking his brain, asking Rabbi Daniel Lappin some questions. And he says, you know, one of the things he gets asked a lot is, does God really want us to be rich? Here's his response. God wants us to be obsessively preoccupied with the needs of others. And he stops right there because he knows what will happen. If, in fact, we do that, the natural consequence of doing that is generating income. Now, let me expand this a little bit. I'm going to read just a little bit, a section from his book, Business Secrets from the Bible. Chapter seven, he says, there's only one way to make money, finding out what other people want or need, and then providing those things to as many of our fellow humans as possible. This is the only way to earn money, no matter your occupation. In order to do this effectively, you need to establish meaningful connections with your customers. 
This is no accident. God has designed money to be an instrument that both rewards and motivates us to do his will. Earning a living requires making money, not taking money. We literally bring money into existence by making another human being happier. As long as you haven't robbed, defrauded, or coerced someone into giving you money, then I know that every dollar in your pocket was made by making people happy enough to reward you with their money. Maybe it was a boss, a customer, a client, maybe even a relative who gave you the money. I don't know, but I do know that they did so willingly because of what you did to earn it. Now, now think about that a minute. Again, I'm, I'm interjecting here at this point. But think about that. If we really believe that serving people well has a natural consequence of providing money, then if you want more money, there's an obvious solution. Find a way to serve more people. Now, one of the things that um, he develops later on, back in chapter 24 in this book, is really a pretty interesting kind of theory. He says, what you may not have realized is that a lack of wealth is not just a lack of good, but is actually evil. In other words, God's natural ideal default condition would be people in society creating wealth. Poverty and destitution are the results of society making mistakes and disobeying God's plan. Societies that are not prospering are engaging in behavior and practices they should not be doing. Otherwise, God would reward them with wealth. There's a common myth bandied about in famous literature and popular culture that poverty is somehow virtuous. This is fallacious. Never associate poverty with virtue. Never assume that those living in poverty must all be wholly good people. The truth is actually the reverse. If a society appears not to be blessed economically, we must take a hard look at the society and question whether they are truly believing as they should. It says that the poor are not evil. Poverty is, poverty is evil for it's the lack of wealth. Similarly, just as the poor are mistakenly viewed as virtuous, the wealthy and successful are mistakenly often portrayed as evil. Well, he goes and it develops. There are 40 chapters in the book. Each one just makes you think. It took me much longer to read that book than what it typically takes me to read a book because the, the, the principles are so profound. You got to slow down to digest them. But if you really believe that serving people well leads to making money, Pick up a copy of that book, get the audio version of it, go to audiblepodcast.com slash 48 days, get a free audio download of Rabbi Daniel Lappin's new book, Business Secrets from the Bible, Spiritual Success Strategies for Financial Abundance. Now, I want to tell you about a gentleman that I've had the pleasure of working with. I saw him first because I want, I want to focus again on the power of relationships, and then I'm going to tell you about an uh, opportunity if you're a career coach for you to step into a position like I'm going to describe here and work with us on the growing need that we have for career coaches. Now I saw, I'm going to call him Bill. I saw Bill first session in April of 2012. So two and a half years ago, I saw him for the first time. He was 39 years old, unmarried, had been in the same job for seven years, pretty frustrated with work, boss, customers. He was making $63,000 a year. But he described his life. He he works, comes home, watches TV, starts over again. No real close relationships. 
Um, he's he, he said that he has gotten used to having very little, but feels like he's underachieving. And he really described his life as being on hold. He really described his life as being his own version of Groundhog Day. Remember that old Bill Murray movie where every day he got up and it was exactly the same as what he experienced the day before. And he was trying to break that stupid cycle. That's the way Bill described his life. Now, I worked with him on setting some goals. And he talked about, wow, as he started to kind of dream, he talked about maybe having his own business, maybe being married, you know, maybe making $150,000 a year and having a nice house. So as with anybody where we look at, if you want different results, what are you willing to change? You can't continue doing everything you're doing now and expect different results. I mean, that's the definition of insanity. If you just continue doing what you're doing now, you're going to get the same results. So in working with Bill, I started challenging him on, you know, watching TV three and four hours a night and the things he was doing on the weekend. So I, I encouraged him to kill the TV, start reading 10 great books, listening to certain podcasts. He did exactly as I laid out. He read the great books that I recommended. He listened to all the podcasts, to all the time he was in his car as part of his job. Instead of just listening to the radio, he is listening to positive podcasts that were building in new success principles into his brain. Again, now keep in mind, you know, single, not much of a life, $63,000 a year. Boom. And he started to hear these principles. He started to believe them. I got a note from him about a month after we started working together. He said, I'm working hard to overcome fear and working on taking the right steps to move forward in life. It's been exciting and each day it gets easier. I will find my path very soon and never look back. Now, obviously, you know, as his coach, I'm there cheerleading on the sign. Yes, you can do it. Yes. Don't listen to those people who are telling you, you know, this is as good as it gets. Don't hear those things. Don't tell, listen to people who are telling you, you can't go to the top. You can't go from making 63,000 to making $150,000 a year. Don't listen to those people. Now I rejected a bunch of ideas that he came up with, but he discovered that he had kind of a natural attraction to real estate. He started going to workshops and seminars. He started studying, got some mentors, went to association meetings and figured out some ways just to put together some very simple kind of deals. Now I had then we're talking about starting in April of 2012 by the end of 2013, one full year, the first full year he finished at right at 125,000. So he had already doubled his income in the first year just by doing things differently. Now I just had lunch with him just a week ago. He wanted to catch up. We're finished with the coaching process, but he wanted to catch me up. So it's been a little more than two years at this point. He had as a goal set for this year, 2014 of $250,000. He told me that he'll end up at about 238,000. So he didn't hit his 250. That's another thing. You know, when we, when we set goals, you hear we talk about that. I mean, I, I hope that I don't hit my goals. I never want to hit my goals. If I hit them, I think I probably set them too low. I want to have about a 50, 50 chance of actually getting there. So in this case, Bill set his goal at 250,000 going again from 63 250,000. Obviously that's a big goal. He ends up right at 238. Now he had a sparkle in his eye. He actually looked like a different guy. He has a 34 inch waist. 
So he's lost some weight. He has a serious girlfriend of 10 months. They're talking marriage. His goal for next year, 2015, is $350,000 in net income. Now, there are a whole lot of things involved in coaching somebody. But much of it involves being a friend. I mean, if you want to go to a higher level, I mean, you hear me talk about this. One of the key characteristics of people who are very successful is they spend time with people who are already performing at a level at which they want to perform. That's one of the key things here. I mean, there are certain things that we do certainly in coaching, but one of of the things that we, we come back to again and again and again I'm going to play a little song in the background because it's been kind of a theme song for me since way back when I was in graduate school, getting my master's in clinical psychology. We had this as our our theme song. It's the old Bill Withers song, Lean On Me. You know, we don't do things alone. We don't have success alone. We have success by linking arms with other people who are on a path. Now, whether that's a coach, whether it's somebody that you're working with, whether it's a business partner, a spouse there's a whole lot of ways to do that but ultimately we need to be connected to other people if we're going to go to the level of success that is new for us that's rising we want to keep going hey i'll just keep playing that for a little bit in the background here let me tell you this i got a note from one of our corporate partners and they need career coaches now there's somebody that we use as part of the software on our 48 days site. They're looking for career coaches because of the growing volume of people requesting coaching like this. And trust me, I mean, what an opportunity. I mean, I love what I'm able to do as a career coach. I love the process of working with people, seeing the kind of dramatic growth that I just described Bill has gone through. Yeah, we all need somebody. And sometimes that can be a coach. Now, this is a national company. They, and they trust us to help them find competent coaches to work with their many, many clients. So if you're a career coach and you'd like to be considered, send me an email. Send it to the same place you send questions for the podcast here. Send it to askdan at 48days.com. Include your website, contact information, and your training history. But just shoot that to me if you'd like to be considered as one of our contract career coaches. Now, usually, you know, we're talking about somebody that's going to have 15, 20 hours a week doing this. This is not going to be a 40-hour position. Um, It's a contract position to help people through a very specific process. We have a lot of the deliverables that are done through digital chalk and online a software program where they get a lot of the principles, but you're going to come in periodic times and just kind of help walk them through the process. So if you are a career coach, send me an email, askdan at 48days.com, include your website, contact information, and your training history. Now, now speaking of being trained as a coach, a good time for me to drop in a just a reminder, our first live event here at the sanctuary is coming up January 29th and 23rd, 29th and 21st, 29th and 30th. And that is of course, coaching with excellence. Now that's where most of the coaches you see in this 48 days community got their start. They came here, plugged in, got their start. You know, last, last week I, I read just a note from 
that I had gotten from Aaron Walker, one of our brand new coaches, brand new. I mean, he came to you know, a couple of our live events here and, um, that was just earlier this year. That was just earlier here in, in 2014. And, and he, I got a note from him. He says, Dan, a brief reflection of 2014 reveals a number of successes and accomplishments all attributed ultimately to you all attending your live event a couple of times was without question, a catalyst to my new career life and business coaching. He says he officially launched view from the top. That's his website, Aaron Walker. You can check him out. He officially launched that May 28th of 2014. So we're talking about five months ago, individual coaching engagements, group coaching and personal retainers have been extremely profitable. I'm celebrating November my best month so far at $34,500. Now that's his income this month from coaching. Now, when I talk about that, sometimes I almost, you know, hesitate to give the real figures here and I could go on and on with the real figures that our coaches are doing. Now here's, here's the deal. If we go back to Rabbi Daniel Lappin's book, this is not taking money from somebody. This is being rewarded for serving people. Well, these are people who willingly give money to a coach because it opens them up to new doors of opportunity. Now, Ronnie Boyd, uh, somebody that I, I have had the pleasure of working with. You know, when we talk about doubling and tripling your income, you know, is somebody willing to pay the fee that I get for my Eagles Club coaching? Yeah. You know, what if somebody went from 63000 to $250,000. Would an investment of $4,500 be a reasonable exchange for that? Well, yes. I mean, anybody would say that. I mean, you'd do that all day long. I mean, I talk about when people come for coaching, I expect them to get a 10, 000, a 10 times return on that. Just as if people come to one of our live events for training, I expect them to get a 10 times return of that in the first six months as well. So has Aaron done that? Yeah. Came to an event. It's a thousand dollars. Five months ago in one month, he brought in $34,500. That's a pretty significant return. I'm thrilled with that. And believe me, I don't go back and say, gee, I expect more. No, people have even suggested that at times I ought to be getting a percentage of what people do as he getting the increase rather than just a flat fee. Well, I'm delighted that they do what they do. I don't want to complicate things. Now, certainly there are times when I've done that. But anyway, if you'd like to be in this game, if you'd like to be a career coach, have the opportunity of serving people well and being rewarded in as a result of that, check out Coaching with Excellence. It's the best thing we do. It's the most popular event that we have. First one, again, January 29th and 30th, it's a thousand bucks or close to that. Whatever we treat you well while we're here, you're going to eat food like you've never experienced before. Meet some of the greatest people in the world. Spend time with my daughter, Ashley, and me. I'll probably see some of the grandkids going on a zip line. We'll walk the property. We'll do some fun things while you're here. But you'll leave here with the tools to position you as a coach where you really can turn that into a profitable endeavor. Well, let me go back to some of the ongoing things that people are doing. Sean Dominsky asked if getting multiple clients was pretty much like getting multiple mini jobs. And the answer is yes, very much the same process. So if you're a freelancer or a contingency worker, or independent contractor, entrepreneur, you can use the same job search method that we lay out in 48 days. Use that same strategy to find all those clients and customers you need. 
really no different at all. In fact, it's frankly, I think easier. I mean, if you, if you try to get a customer and you're, you're going to end up having 10 people that you work with, it's easier to get somebody to commit to that than it is for somebody to pay you for 40 hours a week. That's a different kind of process. Well, Brian Holmes provided some excellent tips. This is in his Monday update on in the 48days.net community. And he provided some excellent tips about creating new success in the new year. Now, Brian just recently lost 40 pounds, practicing exactly what he's talking about there. He had a really cool a diet. I won't go into the specifics. You can ask him about it if you want to. But I mean, he dropped 40 pounds in a really, really short period of time and is on the way to uh, go beyond that. Um, but just by developing habits and rituals. One, one of the things he talks about in this little short clip that we'll put a link to is invest time in improving yourself. You know, in the morning, what do you do first thing in the morning? You just jump in the game, boom, grab a cup of coffee out the door, honking at traffic, you know, 10 minutes late to work, slam down at the desk. I mean, if you do it, that really sets the tone for what your day is going to be like. And that's certainly not the kind of day that I want to start. I mean, I'm very protective of the morning, but a lot of that time is spent investing in me. And I hope that doesn't sound selfish or egotistical, but if I invest in me, if I keep myself healthy and strong, mentally, physically, spiritually, then I have more to give. I'm a better resource for the people that I then ultimately meet during the course of a day. So in the morning, now again, I'm, I'm at the point where we don't have small children. Now we do periodically. It's interesting because my morning routine usually does change when we have grandkids in the house and they love to spend time at our house. Uh, just this week again, little Clara was with us. So in the morning, she's all bright eyed and ready to go. And it changes my morning routine. But without grandkids in the house, I get up. I usually get up at about 530 or so. Now that means I go to bed at 930. So I get a full eight hours of sleep. I'm not trying to shorten my sleep cycle by getting up earlier and earlier and weaning myself asleep. That's ridiculous. I sleep when my body tells me I'm tired, but I get up when I'm rested. So I don't use an alarm clock, haven't for years and years, but usually about 5.30, I'm fully rested, ready to get up. Well, I do some stretching, exercising. I, then I spend 20 minutes just sitting in a chair, just, you can call it meditation, contemplative, contemplative prayer. I mean, there's however you want to describe it. To me, it's very meaningful to just kind of let my mind catch up with where I am kind of settle in for the day. I don't read email. I don't turn the TV on. Don't check my phone. None of those things never happens in that period of time. Then after that, then I get on the treadmill and then I listened to podcast. I listen to positive things this morning. I listened to Michael Stelzer from social media marketing world. Some great information there. I caught Joel Osteen's latest sermon from Sunday, but I go through a whole assortment of things and listen to that positive information for an hour on the treadmill at that point then joanne usually is up and we have i have my smoothie and muffin to get us started for the morning we share what we're reading what we're going to do for the day and then at nine o'clock i'm in my office and ready to go and really what happens the rest of the day is incidental because the most important part of my day is that early morning time but that's time invested in myself to make sure that my cup is full so that i can serve people well during the course of the day well, a few other things here. Uh, Giovanna Ellison is a finalist in the Michael Hyatt Most Inspiring Transformational Story of 2014. 
Again, we'll have a link there. We'd love for you to go there and vote for her. There are five contenders. Two of them are going to win access to Michael's new program, Your Best Year Ever, along with personal coaching and all that. We'd love to see Giovanna be one of the fine or be a winner. She's already a finalist in that. And and she's one too. You've heard me talk about her. She has indeed had an extraordinary year as a brand new coach, author, speaker, has a book coming out in just a, a few weeks and has really jumped into the game. So if you can go over there to that contest in Michael Hyatt's most inspiring transformational story of 2014, if you're a member of platform university, you probably already have seen that because everybody there had an opportunity to submit their story. They're down to five finalists. Giovanna's one of those. Well, you know, we've got a cruise coming up in 2015, February, 2015. We're leaving the day after Valentine's day out of Fort Lauderdale, going down to Puerto Rico. I just got a note from Cruz, from Chris, our cruise director, that we are in need of a single female passenger. Now, here's the deal. You know, all the rooms are booked with doubles. That means two people in a room. So there's never one. If you're one in a room, you pay for the price of two. Well, there were two ladies who were booked in the room. One of them has had to drop out, is not going to be able to go. So he's got a, a slot where if you are a female and want to go on the cruise, we can get you in. Now, that's a common request, but we're, we're kind of, um, well, at least in Chris's estimation, we're kind of down to the last minute here because we're just about to start putting together the logistics of how many people we're going to lock in the, the size conference rooms we need and all of that. But if you're interested in that, you can shoot a note to Chris at missiontravel.org. Now, if you're still... You know, want to get into that? You're a couple that wants to go or, um, you know, whatever the situation, if you want to join us on that, it looks like we're going to have our biggest group ever going on the cruise in January. We're looking forward to that. It's going to be a really fun time. Well, hey, just a reminder, now I'm taking a little bit different turn this week, just sharing a lot of the things that are, are going on in a 48 days community, but typically I'm answering directly questions. If you got a question you'd like for us to consider here, just go to 48days.com. Click on the podcast link. You'll see there a red starburst. Open that up. It'll give you an opportunity to submit your question. You can also leave an audio question there. Just use the little speak pipe microphone, or you can shoot an email to me directly at askdan at 48days.com. Well, Mike Skiff and Tristan Manning are offering a 48 days workshop for military veterans. Now, you know, this is a really common issue over the years. I have been asked so many times. I can't keep count of, you know, do we have information that specifically addresses the unique situation of people coming out of the military back into civilian life? Well, at one point I actually had a contract from one of my publishers to do a book in that regard. And as I started working on it with a couple of guys who had military experience, I just didn't feel like I was a good candidate to really be heading up that project. Uh, having no military experience myself, um, I just didn't feel like it was authentically me to pull that together. We are thrilled to have Mike Skiff and Tristan Manning who are just in the process of transitioning out of the military themselves. That'll all happen in the next 60 days and their position. They've been here to coaching with excellence and they're going to be our go-to guys for people who are going through this challenging transition. Certainly it doesn't need to be intimidating, but it's challenging. 
Uh, they're going to help you look at it realistically, connect you with resources. And they've got a, a workshop coming up, 48 Days to the Work You Love Countdown for Veterans. Um, you do have to register by Sunday, November 30th. So depending on when you're listening to this, you got to jump on the gas to make sure that you can get into that particular group. We'll have a, a link to that as well. Now, Claudia Barto sent me a link. Uh, again, we get a lot of just great resources from you, our listeners. I'm ever appreciative of that. But this is 21 totally free legal image sources for bloggers. Now, this is a common kind of thing. You heard me talk oh, a year and a half ago or so. You know, I got sued because I used some little image off, you know, just a Google search. Just a generic image had no people in it or anything. But got sued because somebody... Some attorney representing a photographer recognized that as a photographer's image and um, came after me on that. You know, we settled, but it was a stinky kind of situation, and I certainly try to avoid that. Personally, I prefer to just pay for the photos that I use. I mean, we use Dollar Photo Club. I use iStock Photography, Getty Images, and some others, but I just pay for them. That way, there's, there's no question about it. I can always go back and track record of having paid for it but yeah there are a whole lot of image sources out there that are free again i'd be careful with some of those and certainly don't just grab a google image a lot of those are protected even though they're out there on google so you got to be careful and claudia barto sent me a link to 21 totally free legal image sources for bloggers and i'll i'll put a a link to that well again if you've got a question that you'd like me to address here on the online radio show just shoot it to me at askdan at 48days.com. Now, I'm going to be circling around here. We're going to wrap up in just a couple minutes. It's going to be a little shorter today. Again, it's a holiday week. I hope you're having a wonderful time with your family, taking time off, and just being grateful for the things that we all get to enjoy. Remember that donkey I told you about? Remember that poor donkey? He's got that six-foot rope tied around his neck. And there's a delectable bale of hay just eight feet away. Well, you know what? It turns out the other end of that rope wasn't tied to anything. The donkey can go anywhere he chooses. doesn't matter if the bale of hay is 8 feet away or 20 feet away. Isn't it true that often we think there are obstacles to our success when they don't really exist anywhere but in our own mind? My advice, start walking toward that new goal today. I'll bet there's nothing that can stop you. You know, that, that rope around your neck, <laughs> just assume it's not tied to anything at the other end. You have freedom, even if it feels like there's something uh, about to stop you. Nah, just keep on walking. Maybe there'll never be any tension on the rope, and you can just keep going to that direction, that goal that you thought was out of reach. Well, hey, I want to encourage you, again, to just enjoy this week. I hope it's been a, a week of thanksgiving and gratitude for you i hope that you've had time to reflect back on all the people that you're connected with keep nurturing those relationships that you know will take you where you want to go i'm thankful for each of you i really am i don't just say that in a gratuitous kind of way i mean i really mean that i'm i so appreciate the relationships that i've been able to develop over all these years of helping people through the process let us know what your success is. Let us know what your goals are for next year. Stay inspired and keep finding or creating work that is, in fact, meaningful, purposeful, and profitable.